Tanya for Zayim and Achamov is the beginning of letter three of Igeres HaKodesh. As mentioned previously, the letters of Igeres HaKodesh predominantly deal with giving tzedakah and the greatness of giving tzedakah. And the al in these letters explain the flow of Shefa, Bracha, that comes about through giving tzedakah and the uniqueness of tzedakah in that it has an effect even as the neshama's beguf in the physical olam haza versus all other mitzvahs, we say, schar mitzvah bahai al-maleka. And as al will explain in today's Tanya, why that is and what is the difference between the flow of energy through a mitzvah in general versus the mitzvah stock in particular. The al begins with is a posik in Yeshaya that the posik describes Hashem as that God wears tzedaka like armor, and he wears a hat of Yeshua on his head. The Altarebbe uses this pasuk, which the Gemara and Baba Basra explains to refer to when it says shiryain, a shiryain is armor, but armor that's made in a way of chain mail, which is small pieces of metal put together on a chain to prevent any arrows or weapons to penetrate the person. And the Gemara there says that just like chainmail is made that each piece, each klipa of metal that is connected makes a bigger chain and a bigger breastplate or bigger plate of metal. Likewise, Saka, each prutta that one gives is mistarefes l'chesh ben godel. The Altarebbe explains this Gemara as referring to the concept of Maisa Hatstoka. That Maisa Hatstoka is this concept of increasing the, le- the levels of the Kaskasim, as the Altarebbe says. These, the chainmail is the levels like a, a fish's a scales, that the scales block up any hole. And just like within physical chainmail, the purpose is to be able to prevent any arrows from entering. Likewise, by Tzedakah, the Alter Rebbe will explain there is a certain element of sealing up any holes, any loose um, energy that's flowing that it could be, needs to be channeled in a proper direction. But first, the Alter Rebbe begins to, by explaining mitzvahs in general. What's the greatness of mitzvahs? And what is the effect of mitzvahs in terms of the shefa, the flow of energy, that comes down as a result of us doing mitzvahs. So the Alter Rebbe starts by explaining that the concept of mitzvahs in general is that mitzvahs are levushim. Levushim means that they are garments, they are protective layers through which the neshama could gaze and bask in the godliness on the level of Elam Haba, on the level of Gan Eden. And these levushim that one is generating or creating, these protective garments that one is creating through doing mitzvahs, comes from the Eden Sof, which is Seyed of Kolalman. Which means, in other words, that the concept is that we're dealing with an energy which is a makif. As Chassidus explains, al Rebbe already explains this concept in the Kuti Amorim, that there's two different types of energies. There's an Eid Makif and an Eid Pnimi. Erpnimi means the way the energy becomes tailored to a specific thing. So, for example, 
The brain needs a certain amount of energy. The heart needs a certain amount of energy. So each organ of the body needs a specific amount of energy for it to function, to exist, to survive. That's an erpnimi, like eating food. Eating food is where a person eats based on what he needs, based on his uh, capacity. And the food becomes part of the person. It becomes totally integrated within the person. And in that sense, it's, it's limited, it's fixed, and it's designated specifically for a specific purpose. Soiviv, or makif, refers to an energy that is not divisible, not particular, not specific, doesn't enter in a specific organ per se, but rather it engulfs and encompasses the entire entity as a whole. And this is generally referred to as as the difference between Mamalak Olamin and Sevev Kalamin. In this regard, Mamalak Olamin is limited, it's Gvul, Sevev Kalamin is Bleakvul, is unlimited. The power of an Ermakif is that it creates a garment. As mentioned, the idea of a Pnimi is that it's food that is ingested inside, so it's something that becomes part of the person. Versus an Ermakif creates a garment which is external to the person, it's outside of the person, it allows the person to handle temperatures perhaps outside if it's too cold so he protected he doesn't get so cold likewise it allows the person to express himself garments have a lot of elements to them and garments have an aura the idea of a garment makes a person handsome it, it, it adorns the person is because garments physical garments stem from their spiritual counterpart which is the concept of levushim lamayla which is the idea of a makif, which is that energy, this encompassing energy, which creates a certain aura type of energy, which is beyond logic, and is therefore something which doesn't necessarily have an ability to be grasped within our minds. And sometimes when we see a person, we see them with their garments and their clothing, the garments and the clothing themselves create a certain aura and energy around the person that we therefore have a certain hesitation perhaps to approach a person or we feel connected to that person. The garments are very powerful. In this regard, the garments is on the one hand something transcendent, something beyond us, something not rational. The other hand, it's something very real, very physical, something we could experience in a very practical way. And this is the power of Save of Kalamun and the power of the Ur and Sof, which is invested in Save of Kalamun, which through us doing mitzvahs, we draw down this energy. Now, in order for this energy to be drawn down, the Surah Lasata that awakens this energy is the concept of mitzvahs. That when we do a mitzvah, Hashem, since a mitzvah comes from Rotz and Elyon, comes from God's will, from God's will, God's will has within it the Ur HaSoyviv, it generates the Ur HaSoyviv. And therefore the makif, the energy of the makif that's being drawn down is through our mitzvahs, through our actions, which stimulate, so to speak, God's Ratzon Elyon. In Hasidus, this is generally also referred to the difference between when one is giving over an intellectual concept, so when you're teaching someone an intellectual idea, so... The same concept that's being taught to one person or understood by one person is understood by a second person. When two people understand the same concept, it's not as if that the concept changes. It's not as if it's another person and another person's understanding. It's both the same piece of information and now two people's brains. That's a pnimi. A pnimi in that sense means that it's something which is 
technically universal, something that could be understood by everybody, something that is technically relatable to everybody. And it becomes very personal in the sense that we feel we own it. It becomes part of us. But in that regard, the same piece of information for one person is the same piece of information for two, three, four, ten, twenty, a hundred, a thousand, etc. Versus when it comes to rutzen, when it comes to will, will is very personal. A will of a person is very personal, which basically means that the will of a person is something which you can't impose your will on someone else to the point where the other person is going to feel forced to will your will. A person, even at the point where the person does feel forced or perhaps feels coerced to follow your demands, one's, one's demands, they still have to create a submission of their own and, and uh, where they, they, they nullify their own rotsain to the person's rotsain. Which, like the Mishnah Navi says, "Bottle ritzayin chab ifnei ritzayinoi," which in general Chassidus is referred to the avodas ha'eved, the avodah of a servant. So, although he doesn't understand, he doesn't relate to serving as an intellectual under appreciation. Like Kabbalah soil, he does it because he does feel a certain energy that's making him submit. But at the end of the day, that rotsin of submission has to come from the person himself, where he recognizes for whatever reason, maybe out of fear, maybe out of appreciation, maybe out of necessity, lack of uh, any other choice, perhaps, whatever it may be, but there is a submission on the level of will where that becomes his will, or at least his will becomes suppressed to allow for the will of the master to take hold. And this is the power of Mamala Kalaman over, uh, of Seyed Kalaman over Mamala. Seyed Kalaman is the level of Ratzin, which makes it very unique, which makes it something that correlates to the person on his end, the way he connects based on his avoida. Mitzvah is the Kabbalist oil of serving and doing the Abish's Ratzin. So we generate the level of Ratzin, which is far beyond us, doesn't necessarily make sense. It's something not intellectual. And in that sense, it becomes part of us. It becomes not part of us integrated like logic or like Torah in the sense that it makes sense. It becomes part of us as become something that we feel, something that becomes as part of our inner rotsin that we now accept and adapt ourselves to this, this Indian and to this will of Hashem. And this power of drawing down through mitzvahs, the rotsin Hashem, is the concept of the Oren Sav coming as a levush and an Ormakif primarily to the ten spheres of the four worlds of Atsilas, Briyatsi, Asiya. In other words, that the Urham Amalekolamin is already within the spheres. The spheres already contain a certain limited energy. Chachma, for example, contains the energy of Chachma. Sphira, a sphere represents the Ur with the Keli. So this Ur of the Keli of Chachma is a certain energy that comes into the Kli of Chachma. And likewise, Bina, the Ur of the Kli of Bina is a limited to Bina. And becomes defined through the Chachma, the Kli of Chachma, the Kli of Bina. And that's an Ur Hamamalakolamin, which usually goes in a very progressional state of Eshtashos Me'ila from cause to effect, from cause to effect. And it's very organized and very structured. However, the Ur HaSoiviv, the level of Soiviv Kolamin, is something which encompasses the spheres. It doesn't actually become part of the spheres in the sense that it doesn't actually become a pnimi, but rather it encompasses the spheres, which on this level is, uh, is something which uh, remains aloof, a distance. It remains something which comes unified with the spheres, but it's not in itself, the, it's not yet 
it's not part of Memala Kalaman, it's still Sevev Kalaman, it remains distant and disattached almost. However, through Kim HaMitzvahs, when we fulfill mitzvahs, we create a unification of this Urha Makif, this Sevev Kalaman, that it should shine through the ten spheres of Abiyah and unify with the Arapnimi with the Mamalakalam. So Sayyid and Mamala are being unified through my Maisa HaMitzvah. Because as mentioned, Maisa HaMitzvah is the power of Kabbalah's ill, the power of Ratzin, my Ratzin connecting to Hashem's Ratzin. Ratzin is the power of Makif, as explained and will be explained in other letters in the Geras HaKadosh. The power of Ratzin is the concept of transcendence, as mentioned in last. Uh, previous letter as well, the power of Ratzin being that transcendent energy. Within that transcendent energy, you have the ability to transcend Seichel, Midas, Imuna, etc. And in that energy contains the very essence of the, the, of the Abishter, the very essence of the Ayrin of the Sof. And that energy now becomes fueled downwards into an energy to be able to be grasped on some level through the ten spheres of Abiyah, through my Maisa Mitzvah, because my transcendent of my own levels into Ratzin, to be Mavatal, my Ratzin to Abish's Ratzin, allows for that flow of energy to come down. And this is the concept of Yichud Kuchabrichu Shchinte. Shchina refers to Memala, Kuchabrichu refers to Soiviv. So Yichud Kuchabrichu Shchinte is this unification through Maisa Mitzvah. So Maisa Mitzvah creates the levush, the garment, so to speak, or the unification, the unification of the Ur HaMamala with the Ur HaSoiviv, the levels of Ur HaMakif with Ur HaPnimi. This is all accomplished through Maisa Mitzvah, through Maya Susit Lasata. When I do a mitzvah, I'm drawing down Ratzon Hashem, the in Sof of Soiviv into Mamala. Now from that unification, from the level of Yichu Gut that happens in the worlds of Abiyah, the Nishama now through a powerful level of Tzimsum. And from Ha'ara to Ha'ara, this Arhamakif now becomes a Levush for the Nefesh Ruach Nishama of a person in Ganeid and Atacht in the Valley. And as mentioned earlier, the purpose of the mitzvahs is to create part of the purpose of the mitzvahs, mitzvah, the schar of the mitzvahs at least, I meaning the purpose of the mitzvahs is to make it there with but the schar of the mitzvahs would be to be able to have Hanot, have benefit and to grasp and to be able to understand the Urin Sof. So how is that possible? Technically, Urin Sof is too intense for us. We wouldn't be able to survive. So we have a Levush, we have a garment. What is that Levush? Maisa Mitzvah. How does that happen? Salter explains it. Through the unification that's accomplished through our Maisa Mitzvah by us touching, uh, by us uh, tapping into our Ratzin to connect Abish's Ratzin, which draws down the Ur HaMakif into the Ur HaMamala. There are slaves into their mamala. We then benefit to get from that unification, a ha'ara to ha'ara, through a many powerful tzimtzum, that now we could have a levush as well. And the Al explains that's why the Gemara tells us, Har mitzvah Why? Because this physical world is not capable, however powerful of tzimtzum you're going to create, no level, even a ha'ara of Aaron's self, cannot really be grounded in this physical world. The only way for it to come down is through the ten spheres which al says they're called gufa, they're called a body, because they're being a reich to, 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 to the energies or the flow of energy that's going to come where it's coming from. Just like a soul, a body to a soul, the yud is to the ur ha-maitzel, the ur is, is is not comparable. It's like a body compared to the, to the energy itself. And therefore, even the highest levels of spheres, like Chochmilah, is considered like a body, like a gufnis to ur as explained in the Kutayam So therefore, 
This Urha Mamala, this Urha Sayyidat that's being generated through the Maisa Mitzvahs is something that can't come down in the physical world. It's so far removed from even the levels of the spheres, and it's only through the Yichu Kuchibrichu Shchinte that it could come and have a unification, but it can't, it doesn't have that, our physical world cannot attain a level of connection. To it. So therefore, by generally, when we do mitzvahs, there's no schar in the physical world. Because the energy that's being produced, the shafa that's being created, the seviv that's being drawn down into mamala, remains in the spiritual realms, can't come into the physical world, because the physical world can't handle such an intense earth, because it's, even the ten spheres are like a body to that energy, which means it doesn't, it doesn't, this, doesn't be able to bring it down further. It does impact the neshama, the neshama is ruchni, but the physical world it doesn't impact. However, the greatness of mitzvahs maisis at staka, when one does maisa at staka, and gemilas chasadim, there the Mishnah says, perisein hazet, that we get to eat its benefits even in this physical world. How is that possible? So the Rebbe now explains, based on the previous pasuk he quoted, because the concept of the energy flowing through the unification of seviv into mamala generally speaking, doesn't allow for any flow to come down into the physical world as mentioned before. However, when one does the Maisat Staka, the Maisat Staka, as mentioned, become these these kaskasim. Uh, they become like the scales, which each little piece protects the body, protects the energy, and creates the protection. But at the same time, it also allows for certain spaces of openings to allow for the energy to flow further down. This is the power of the Ur that's been generated through Maisat Stoko, is that the one at the same time that it creates a lavush and a protection on the Yud Sphiris, on the higher spiritual levels, but then it could also ascend down here into physical, physical reality, wealth, honor, etc., all the luxuries of life, it has the ability to flow downwards because it's kaskasim. It's like these nekovim that are being covered over. They're creating these, the, the pockets of the holes are being covered through the maisahat stalka. But at the same time, since stalka is drawing them down to cover up the holes of the energy, at the same time, allows for the certain energy to flow. At the same time, there's a danger that it may create too much flow and the flow may spread to wrong places, to chitzainim and the energies that are not desirable. So in order to protect it, that it shouldn't flow out of control, we have another benefit of the Uras that's drawn down through Tzedakah, that it creates a protection the other way, that it's Mitzvah for Cheshven Godel, it allows for the energy to flow, but also to flow in a way that doesn't spread into wrong directions. So you have the power of Maisat Tzedakah, over every other Maisa Mitzvah. Maisa Mitzvah generally doesn't have this power to create a flow down here because the energies don't have the ability or the physical world doesn't have the ability to handle these energies versus Maisa Tzedakah it does and that's primarily through the energy flow of Soiviv that's being affected is Dafka through the Maisa Tzedakah and at the same time Maisa Tzedakah also could reassure that the energies doesn't ju- don't just dissipate or spread into negative places but rather it allows it to flow in a positive, straight channel to, from Kedusha to the Yid who's observing and performing the mitzvah of Tzedakah. Just like this armor. Each piece of metal combines together to a bigger piece of armor. Each little bit 
brings together a big cheshben, pirush. Shashir, the power of this chain mail is that it's like little, little um, scales that protect on the holes. That no arrow should enter into the holes. This is precisely what happens with Tzedakah. So now the Altar first explains the concept of mitzvahs in general. Beer Indian, Kigodal, Tzedakim, Kala Mitzvah. Mitzvah of Tzedakah is greater than all other mitzvahs. Shmehem, Nasa Levushim, Lenishama. Because all other mitzvahs only create a Levush for the Neshama. They allow for the flow of energy that the Neshama can benefit. Hanim Shacham, Meren, Tzav, Baruch, Ubechin, Tzav, Kalam, which comes from Tzav. Explains in chapter 48 in the Kuti Amorim the difference between Mamala and Tzav Kalam. And this is all generated by Susa Lasata through our initiative. He mitzvahs Hashem, Ratzin, Elim, Baruchu, through our connection today, through doing his mitzvahs, the power of connecting to Ratzin. The main Hamshacha comes from the Erein from the infinite light of God, which is Hulavushva or Makif, which becomes a garment. And encompassing light for the ten spheres of Atsilas, Briyatsia, which their energy flow is generally in a way of a Malakalam in Pirish. The Erenzov now becomes part and invested within the flow of all the Ishtashos of the ten spheres of each world of Atsilas, Briyatsia, and then the ten spheres of Atsilas become the force of energy that gives life force to the Biyai. They some to a powerful contraction. Hamavor Beit Chaim becomes like an internal light that allows for the energy flow, like a teacher teaches a student. What he gives over to the student is a more condensed version of the Ur, of the energy, of the information, but one that could be handled by the student. So that's what generally happens through the regular flow of energy. And Aidekim Amitzis, however, through performing mitzvahs, now we generate a much higher level of energy, Nimshach Ur Makif Anal, and that Ur Makif is Mir Techasya comes into the ten spheres of Abiyah, and unifies with Arpnimi that's being generated through the Urn that comes through Mamalakolam and now is unified with Sayyid with Nikra, and that unification is called Yichud Kuchabikhushintikimeshikosavakamach. From that or that's being generated through your Maisa Mitzvah. Descends a ha'ara the ha'ara ayde. It seems to me after which a powerful contraction. That now it becomes a garment for the three lower elements of the soul of a person. Nefesh roch neshama ganed natachnam elyon to experience helikos in the upper and lower ganed and shiachal hanes lahasig eis asagiver and so meir and so far chuk meshkosim akamachas. Elsewhere, explained that the power of this lavush, since it stems from her and so. Yet it's something within our grasp, as we explain the concept of garments in general. So therefore, it has the ability to, for us to perceive the ur and sof as well. As we mentioned, the power of the aura that's created through garments. This is why the Gemara tells us, It's impossible, not just that God doesn't give us in this world, but it's not possible. Why? Because in this physical world, that's very limited and very much constricted. cannot penetrate. The, the depth of the construction and the, the, the restriction and the limitation of the Ur, the flow of Ur, doesn't allow for the Ur itself, the infinite light, to come. The only flow could come is Mamala, through the ten spheres, which are called Gufa, like a body. Chesed as it says, at the right side, like the right arm. Chesed is the right arm. Why is it called a Guf? Why are the ten spheres called a body? Because just like the body is to the neshama, 
Likewise, there's no erech to the spheres of Atzilus, even to the Maitzel, the source of Eren Sof. So essentially, the Yutzviris, the Mamalakalam and energy that comes through the Yutzviris, are like a body to, to the soul, which is the Eren Sof, which is the Seviv. It doesn't have that power to have that relationship. Because even the highest level of the spheres, compared to the infinite Eren Sof, it's like a physical level. Very physical commission because after Belkutay Amorim has explained in Shayyichet Vamuna this concept more at length that it doesn't have the ability to connect the physical realms, the spiritual physical realms. The concept of Chochmah is like a physical realm compared to the Ur and Self. So if this is true, how much more so for the Ur and Self to come down? into the actual physical realm, for sure that's not possible. And the only flow of energy into the physical realm has to come from the gufa, the ten spheres, which are only mamala. So that's the general level of all mitzvahs. So what's the benefit of Maisat Staka? Why is it the greatest of all mitzvahs? Unlike by regular mitzvahs, where the flow of energy only allows for there to be a wish for the neshama here, through Maisat Staka, one can generate actually some flow of energy into the physical world as well. Because there's like holes that are in the garment, in the spiritual garment, which is the gufa, the kalim of Yutzviris, on the mamalakalamin, that now allows for flow of energy to stem through them. The earn stuff that's coming through them to now shine outwards and have a flow of energy. From the right side, of the ten spheres, you have the level of chesed, which refers to long life, physical long life, as well as wealth and honor, from the left side, and likewise the, from the midah of Tiferes, which is the center, all the ten spheres, even Malchus could now bring out its particular energy force. The right side is a long life, the left side refers to wealth, etc. All now are being facilitated and drawn down through your Maisat Staka. The Ur and stuff that's coming through these levels are going to be able to come through the Nekavim, through the holes, into the physical world. And now the person who's doing the Maisat Staka could benefit on a very physical level with longevity, with having wealth, with having honor and all the things, all the, the goodies. But in order that there shouldn't be, that the chitzayinim, the negative forces, shouldn't be able to benefit from this flow that's coming down into the physical world. And likewise, even in the physical realm, to protect a person, that it shouldn't harm him in any physical way. So now the Aramakib goes back, so to speak, creates now as well as a, a blockage. It seals up the Ur that's coming from Kedusha, that there shouldn't be any flow to the Klippa. This itself comes from the Ainsaf. Ainsaf being not limited has both capacities. It has a capacity to open, to make the hole that allows for the flow, but it also has the ability to seal up the hole that it doesn't flow into the wrong places. And this is what Chazal told us, that it all combines to a great number, Daika. Why? God is infinite, beyond any limitations. So it's Godel. It makes a cheshman to the level of Godel, which means to God's infinity that it could have the flow of energy into the physical world without any limitation. And at the same time, it doesn't flow into the negative spaces of Klippa. And it has only purity. Tanya for cheshman achemov is the continuation and completion of the third letter of Yigeras HaKodesh. In the beginning of the letter, the Altreb explained the 
greatness of the mitzvah of tzedakah over all other mitzvahs and that the mitzvah of tzedakah actually the flow of energy that's being stimulated through the susa lasata through the ratzen Hashem that one is attaching his ratzen to the Ebshis ratzen and therefore draws down an erring self a sevev kolalmin could actually flow all the way down into the physical realm that the person could benefit physical benefit from it and at the same time it doesn't spread off into wrong negative places and today's shit Al-Treb explains that what allows for this flow to take place in such a way, Al-Treb says, is all based on what has been explained earlier, is as a result of the ten spheres being stimulated, being generated through an Urhamakif. And this Urhamakif is generating energy in a specific way, in a way that it should be generated only in a positive way. And this is the second half of the Pasuk that the Rebbe quoted from. The first half of the Pasuk was referring to the level of the Shiryan, the protective garment, and the second half is the Kaivi Yeshua Bereshe. The Kaivi Yeshua Bereshe refers to the, refers to the, the head or the, the, the hat through which that rests on the head through the power of Yeshua. Yeshua here refers to the power of turning, as it says, by Yeshua Hashem, El Hevel that the Hashpa is coming directly in a very specific way to the one who serves Hashem, the one like Hevel who brought a carbon to Hashem. Hashem therefore turned to him and brought him a Shefa directly to him. And that's the concept of the Shefa that's coming through the Shah Nehoirin, the Yor Hashem Panevilecha, Yor Panevitonusela, that the concept of Maisat Staka powers through into the person, into the physical realms. And that's because the ten spheres, which are being unified with the Ur Hamamala and the Ur HaSlevev together, has a Koyvi Yeshua from the Ur himself, Hamaisel Baruch that allows for this flow to happen. What allows for this flow to the physical realm of through Maisat Staka from the ten spheres, which are called Gufa, meaning earlier we mentioned that seemingly the flow can't come down here because even the Mimala, which is like the which is the ten spheres, is like a body to the to the Nishama. So how could this flow come down here? Because the flow is on a much more extreme, greater, more Augmented Ur from the Ur Hamaitzel, from the source of the Ur, the Ur itself. The Yesus is much, much greater than the flow of energy that comes generally through And the beginning of this extra flow of energy comes to the beginning of the ten spheres, which refers to in generally is the level of Chachmah. That's the concept of Koyvi Yeshua, that the beginning of this revelation is Bereshi, in the beginning of the Ten Spheres, and it's like a Koyva, like a hat. And why is it called Yeshua? Because Yeshua's Meloshin by Yeshua Hashem El Hevel God turned to Hevel, who brought a carbon that the Meshacha should be in a very general way, that the Abisha should be able to bring down a Hashefa into the person, into the physical person, into the way he's dealing with, that it should be something that's mamshech to him specifically. This refers to the levels of the 370 Nehoirin that the Zerah mentions. How do we bring down this Yorponavis through Itanu, through our part, through Maitzah's And that's also what the Pasuk says that through us planting Tzedakah, we be able to then 
sprout through the Yeshuas, which refers to this level of Yeshua, that God's flow of energy comes about. So likewise, God will flow His face, His energy, His Aaron self, to the righteous who remain forever, and the, the, the crown and the level of glory that's being produced through Tzedakah is going to be the Kavi Yeshua for all those that seek out God and be able to receive from this flow.